0: hello 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 and welcome back feel a warm and welcome hug from me thank you for making it um for taking the time to listen to listen in on this shit talk podcast of mine um if this is your first episode you're listening to. If you didn't listen to the first episode of of the series, um, I'll give you a little rundown as to what this is all about. It's a podcast where, so I'm I'm not a creator of any sorts. Um, I I'm I don't have the intention to make anything big out of this. I don't have um, any, like, I don't even think that people will listen to it. Like, that's not even the goal either. Like, um, the goal with this podcast is just to have a space for me where I can talk about whatever I want, however I want, whenever I want. And to be able to unpack stuff. So, like this, this goes back to the, to the to the eight golden rules that this podcast is based on. The first two is uh, I already mentioned, and it should be a place where like people don't need to know me to like feel seen or to feel like it's a it's a a space that is open for you and for me to. Open up, share, talk. Because talking is like therapy. Like, Also just listening to somebody talk about what they experience in their lives, um, what their interests are, just generally sharing. I think it's healthy. It's something that we do too little of. And um, it's also a place where I should be able to be 100% unfiltered. So whatever comes out of my mouth. I will post. So they there are no jump cuts here. It's just a long ass voice note. Basically. To a good friend. <laughs> I guess. And. um, It should be a place where I can go. As deep. On a topic as I want. Because I tend to. Be the kind of person who dives really deep. Like, I go on into, like, research tangents. And I really like to learn about stuff. Whatever that might be. Um, like, this morning I just went on a little research tangent about kiwis. Not the fruit, but the bird. Did you know that this bird carries an egg as big as an ostrich like not as big as the ostrich but as big as an ostrich's egg or as big as an ostrich egg that's insane the body like i think the, the they said something like the body weight of the egg of a kiwi is like 25% of the body weight of the female that's insane Imagine you have like I don't know human babies are like what two kilos when they get born I don't know. Is that wrong? Let's google it. Two three kilos like the average size of a baby. Let's see average size baby human Oh, I don't want it to be in pounds kilos please oh i'm not I'm not that that far off like two point five kilos it says two point five kilos and four point five kilos between two point five and four point five kilo okay, so imagine and that's like what the average female human is like seventy something kilos. Like between 60 and 70 something kilos I think that's a healthy weight Or whatever I, don't, I Fuck I don't know what do I know And your baby's like 4 kilos That's a big baby Now imagine Like you Like go and google some pictures Of these eggs They are so huge Huge It's just like you see the There are some Wait a second let me open the window for my cat Eva, come on. There are these um pictures online where you see a femi, a femi, a female kiwi, a female kiwi, and you just see her body, and it's basically just like a little bit of her body, and then this giant egg. It's crazy. It's it's insane. Anyways back to the, um, to the rules, again, I can, I can be as surface level about something as I want, or I can go as deep as I want, um, on a topic, and it can be whatever topic I want it to be, everybody always tells you, oh, fuck, you need to find your niche, you need to whatever, like, fucking, you know, this is not what this is about, this is a place where I can just talk about whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want, and um if you're into that, listen further. Cause I've got lots of random facts and cool stuff to to share. And a lot of stuff about my life to share. So it can get intimate. Um And then again it can be as trashy as I want it to be. Like okay, not that I intend it to be trashy, but um again, going going back to that thing where everyone keeps telling you you need to uh, you need to focus like, for example, in my career, this is the case a lot where um like people who are, who are more senior than me or people who are more knowledgeable about a top about the the industry. And and even me, like, fuck, who, what am I talking about? I'm also giving this advice. I'm spooning out this advice to people that they need to, to niche, find their niche, like, um, find your focus, right? Which is, it's such good business advice because we can get lost in the sea of opportunities um, that the business world has to offer us and also the startup world has to offer us. But... Um, when you look at like your health, your mental health, we're chaotic creatures and sometimes you have to allow yourself to to be chaotic. And I think my life is really it's like on train tracks, right? It's just going up 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 and it's it's like to some extent I have I have goals that are set in stone. And it requires, like, pure focus from my, side, from my end in order to um, achieve those goals. But this is the place where I can let myself go. So if you feel comfortable, let yourself go here when you're listening to my podcast as well. Just allow for chaos to, to reign for a little while. Whether you're driving or, um, like I don't know, doing whatever, listening to this, just just know that it's it's it it's healthy and normal to be a little all over the place. Sometimes you have to do that; otherwise, you will drive yourself crazy. Cause it's natural. It's natural for humans to have uh, loads of different interests. And it's natural for us to be want to be at so many different places at the same time. Um, it's not easy for us to stick to plans. And to, um, like, you know, like I said, those train tracks. Oh my god, I hope you can't hear that. There's somebody in my building, like, boring something into the wall. Anyway. Um... Yeah, let go sometimes. So that's that's number six, the sixth golden rule. To allow it to be a little trashy. Seventh it there should be no jump cuts, which I mentioned already. Um and um the last but not least most important uh Rule for this podcast is number eight. all of the ablo- above should be adhered to. And so far I've been doing a pretty good job, I think. It's the third episode, so um, it's still early um, in this journey, but I think it's been going well. And um, I've genuinely been enjoying making these. Um, they're really... It was a little bit weird to, like, talk into a microphone and just, like, basically talk to myself for an hour, but I'm, I'm it, today I'm craving it, it's like, it's like, quite interesting, quite an interesting feeling. Okay, so, um, I've got a couple of things written down, um, some notes written down, in my little handy little, little black notebook. And, um, yeah, I, it, it's a little random, more random than the last episode. The last episode was more, like, um, a bit more structured, I guess. This one's just gonna be some random shit that I've been looking into, and, yeah. So I was thinking maybe to start with Christmas. Christmas, New Year, and, like, m- Manifestations and, and and stuff like that because I've been reading up on that a little bit. Um, anyways, let's let's talk about talk about Christmas. So, in my, like for me, I don't know how it is for you, but, I, I hate Christmas time, to a certain extent, because, maybe it's because I'm an expat, uh, like. Maybe you can shed some light on that if you also live in a country that is not your home country, but um like the more I the longer I'm am um, the longer I am away from home, the more I realize how arbitrary these holidays are, you kind of... You should be, in my opinion, celebrating being around the people that you love every day that you get to see them. Not just on the days where it's like designated to be doing so. Like Christmas gifts, for example. I don't have anything against them. I just think that like, why not just gift someone something throughout the year whenever you feel like Giving them something that is meaningful. I feel like there's this, like, artificial pressure um, as well to, like, be with people during this period of time. Like, why not just take the time for yourself or, or with you and your partner or something or whatever. Like, someone you love and just go do something cool. Like, go fucking... Build, I don't know, if you've got snow, go build a snowman or some shit like that. Like, you don't have to do the whole Christmas tree, the whole, like, um, Christmas dinner, the whole shebang. You don't have to do it. It's just, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do the gifts. You don't have to feel forced to, you know, do that. And I don't know, it's, it's a little bit hard for me to deal with. This, like, this year, for s- particularly, I guess. Because it would be the fifth year that I'm not home to celebrate Christmas. Not that I have that ma- many people that I could be celebrating Christmas with back home. But my mom's back home and, and, you know, sometimes I wonder, like, damn, when is the next time gonna be where I would be able to... Wait a second. Eva! Come here. Eva. Eva. My cat wants to go up. Like, we've got these bunk bed. Bunk bed kind of situation. Like a... Oh, what do they call it? It's like a full-size bed for two people. But it's, like, suspended. Or not suspended. It's, like, got these... It looks almost like a bunk bed without the one... Without the bed on second bed underneath it's just got these this like ladder that you can go up and you can sleep upstairs so we call it upstairs it's we don't have two floors in our apartment oh my god we live in a 32 square meter apartment it's very small but the the fact that the the bed is like close to the ceiling makes it really spacious anyways Going back to um, my mum. And like, I don't know. I just don't see a point in celebrating this day. If I can't be with everyone that I love. Like, it sucks, kind of. That there's one person that's left out. Or two people that are left out. And, um, yeah. It's just arbitrary. Like, also... What is a little bit weird to me is why would you celebrate Christmas or like Easter or like these these famous Christian holidays if you're not religious? What 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 happened? Like we're so globalized that we that we started to like. Um, celebrate holidays that are like not our own why why are we not celebrating hanukkah or like the iranian new year noru's or something like that why are we celebrating christian fucking i I, if if that's something that you want to do and it's your like um like it's your religion and whatever like go ahead, like, by all means, if it's tradition for you, go, 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 do it, do it, do it. But for me, it hasn't been, it hasn't been such an important time for me, like, it's, it puts more stress on me than it does actually give me joy at this point um, in my life. And I think it's okay to, in this moment, be like, hey, if this is not giving me joy, do I need to do that? Like, do I need to, is it is it necessary for me to spend time, like, caring about it? I I like the spirit. I do like the Christmas spirit and I love the decorations too. It's so pretty. I really love it. Um, yesterday, Tamino and I went to the Christmas market um, here in Geneva. And it it was a little bit disappointing because it was really small. Like, they didn't have that many um, interesting things to sell. Like, they usually sell these, like, little cute trinkets and stuff um, throughout the... Uh, Christmas markets, but it was really food-based, which I, I, I really like. Um, Don't get me wrong. I love, like, I love markets where you can just eat. I love that. But I don't think it's that much Tommy Nils thing. So we ended up eating at a restaurant close by. And actually, we found a really nice place. Um, If you're ever in Geneva, go past. It's called Ko a k k o hyphen a h if I'm not wrong um it's like a bar and like it's like a bar restaurant it's very cool they're open every day seven days a week, which is really impressive for my city and um they also have like a really good Thai menu so they have taiwanese uh i mean what the hell taiwanese they have thai food and um like pad thai and whatever like i had this red curry thing it was really good and um and a bar with a really extensive uh menu So, lots of different cocktails and stuff. And, um, Taiwanese, what the hell? That's gonna bother me forever. Uh, yeah. Thai food. Good food. Um, a couple people complained on, on Google, like, on the Google reviews of the restaurants. The Google Maps reviews, you know? um that it's like not authentic or whatever but like fuck it tastes it tastes great it's good food gonna put it in my mouth i'm gonna eat it <laughs> we had spring rolls as well and yeah the stuff was so nice after we finished our meal we paid and then the bartender came over and he took a shot with us it was so cool um he just brought us some limoncello which is quite strange like eating eating thai food and then like a curry and then drinking limoncello doesn't feel right because I- i'm used to like only ever having that at italian restaurants and this one was but it was refreshing it was great it was it was nice it was cold and um Yeah, it was a good, good afternoon yesterday. Um, anyway, the Christmas, Christmas markets and the Christmas stuff. I love the decorations. I love the cold. I like the, like, standing next to the fire, warming my hands. Um, they had this strange, like, um, baguette fondue situation. So in Switzerland, we have a national dish called fondue and fondue is uh, like melted cheese basically like a melted cheese part of melted cheese uh and you just with like a bunch of ingredients it has white wine and and um like a I don't know what it's called like cherry liqueur um in it and um mazina also you also have to put bicarbonate of soda inside so it gets fluffy and um like a couple different types of cheese like gruyere uh vacherin and like what fuck i don't know what goes inside what else goes inside but anyways you then you put this in this in a pot you melt it down and you put it on a fa- on a f- like a f- open flame and, um, you dip bread inside. Um, I've seen people put meat as well, or, like, um, some vegetables, like, boiled vegetables. I haven't had it many times with boiled vegetables. I usually just eat the vegetables on the side, but, um, anyways, they had a situation where, like, they had a a food stand, um, where they were serving fondue inside of a hollowed-out baguette, so you bought you you got like half a baguette, and they just folded up with with cheese with fondue. It was I didn't have one. I I regret that now because like that sounds so good, bread and cheese or like fondue. But Tamino was like, ah, it's gonna get like cold, and then you just have this like chunk or hunk of of cheese inside of bread which also sounds fucking delicious but anyway I didn't have any maybe it'll be around next time uh, not give it a try but yeah Christmas Christmas new year is right as well is coming up and um, affirmations are going to be a big deal for this year for me at least and I feel like it might be the first year where I actually want to stick with my new year's resolutions and I know some people are like oh it's it's like arbitrary anyway um you end up like sticking to them for the first month and then you don't um you don't stick to them more like the rest of the year. And for me, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I have grown up a lot in the last couple of years, and I have the capacity to to stick to them now, because the only the only thing that your New Year's resolutions are are based on like or the only re the only thing that how can i say that the only factor that your new year's resolutions depend on is you and like i feel like this if you have a list, a new year's resolution list and you stick to them through the year and at the end of the year, you can say like, oh, I had a good year. I, I stuck to my resolutions. Like, great. Good for you. But new year's resolutions are not really the point of them is not really that for me. The point of them for me is to like align your, the, your way of thinking for the rest of the year. So it's like taking your car for a service. In a way it's like that. It's like preparing your mind for the new year. And even if you don't stick to those affirmations. For that for that whole year. Maybe one or two good habits are built. Out of that. Or come out of it. Like. If you... If you say, oh, I want to eat healthier this year. Which was the case for me. I wanted to, like, take responsibility for the food I ate. More responsibility. And I also wanted to, like, um, diversify my diet. So, try new recipes. Try new, specifically, like, culturally I wanted to like um, diversify the kind of recipes and the kind of stuff that I eat generally and add a couple of more like new um, dishes from other countries and like recommendations from friends into the, the... you know, we all have like a, a little cookbook in our minds where we can whip up something um, out of memory, and, like, I wanted to add to those, to add uh, to that little, like, knowledge base, I guess, and I did, and I've diversified my diet a lot, I've tried new recipes, I've, I haven't stuck to the same stuff every week, like, um, and I'm, I'm happy about that, I'm um, also, now that I, um, have the ability to like go grocery shopping and stuff on my own because where we where we lived before this place um, it was a little bit inaccessible the grocery stores for me i always had to wait for tommy not to come back home from work with a car and um, by the time he got home the grocery stores were closed um, in because everything fucking closes at 6 in Switzerland. And so yeah. I never really did the grocery shopping that often, only on the weekends and um anyways, now now I'm more like I feel like I'm making more adult decisions in terms of my diet now, which is which is good. It feels good. But anyways, to go back to new year's resolutions, like it's like a way for me to reset or to set my mind to to set my mind right in the in the right um put my mind in the right mindset for the new year. And for the for the year ahead. So, even if I don't stick to all of the resolutions, at least one or two good things came out of trying. Because if you don't set any, like, goals, how, how, like, how are you... Even if it might be mid-year, or, like, in in April, you decide, hey, I want to make some changes, or, hey, I want to do this with my life, or whatever. At some point, you have to have, like, a conversation with yourself, and also, like, involve your partner, um... Something that I really want to try this year is um, to have a, like, alignment meeting. I know it sounds really boring or, like, maybe maybe a little bit bougie or something. I don't know. But I really want to set an alignment meeting for the year with Tomino. So the next year is going to be really tough, I think, for us. Because we're going to have to make a lot of big decisions about our lives and where we want to where we want to go with it and um, if you're not aligned with your partner about that especially I feel like in an international relationship you end up just one of one of you end up making compromises that you didn't consent to that's it's it's obvious that in any relationship you have to make compromises But if you have, if you make a compromise knowing that, like, knowingly, right? If you're like, hey, um, I'm gonna choose this job or this career or I'm gonna, we're gonna have a, I don't know, like, you know, whatever it might be, it could be a small decision or a big decision that has an impact on the other person, um, if you make those decisions not knowing what it what consequences it has and not consenting to those consequences I feel like it's unhealthy or it could lead to unhealthy like thoughts and like yeah it has unhealthy consequences I guess like this is something that I never heard any other couple talk about is like when you're making decisions for the, about the future together, how do you make those decisions? Like, do you, cause I feel like a lot of people just walk into them blindly. Like one person gets a job opportunity and the other one just tags along to whatever new city or whatever, new like work hours or what, whatever it might be um they just walk into it blindly like saying okay let's just like there's no other choice right Some sometimes there is like no other choice where you just have to do, do that but that's you talk about it you know you're like okay what are our options I don't like this I don't like that or um What can we, what can we do differently? Like, how can we make sure that both of us are, are, um, like really going, I I hope you can't hear the background noise because they're like doing some shit in the building still. Um, if both of you don't, aren't like knowledgeable about the, or you don't know about the consequences you're getting yourself into, like. You have to be okay with letting go of some, other, like some other privilege or whatever. Like if you're moving to a new city, because like for us, for example, um, we both consented to moving to Geneva, right? When we when he Tomino got a job at CERN and we were so excited for it, for this new life, and you know, n- now I'm got like going on a tangent because it feels like this chapter is getting is like closing up, and I'm not sure if I'm ready for it, cause like we've got basically a year left here, or like just just less than a year, and we have to make decisions like where are we going from here, what's the next destination. Um, and it's like, that's pretty scary. So if you have any advice, if you know anybody who's gone through the same thing, hit me up. Anyways, let's go back to my list. Let's see what else is here. (laughs) I wrote a note here. How to 24. How to 2024. (laughs) Uh, It's the big question, right? Next year, I will be turning 24. Um, I don't know what, where I'm going to be in the next 12 months. And I was going to start a an, another degree this year, uh, October. But unfortunately, that's not going to work out. Um, if you've ever... Um, applied for a, a like an MBA or a master's degree in business or something like that um maybe maybe you do know this but um i had no idea that you needed like at least 2 years of experience work experience before you apply for a masters and in my case it is true i've been working for more than 2 years but um i thought that was enough like i thought that that was applicable or it was like it it qualified for um the ma that i wanted to do but um it doesn't because i graduated from my bachelor's degree this year so if you are Looking into starting a master's degree after your bachelors. Beware. Um, work experience doesn't count. Unless it is after your date of graduation. For your bachelors. So yeah. That sucks. And I think that's really unfair. But yeah. What can you do? I guess I have to wait a while. I'll only be 25 when I can start my the MA that I want to do so in the meantime I'm gonna do short courses and stuff but it makes me feel so like I don't want to wait I don't want to wait that long I think I'm ready for it but the industry tells me otherwise and uh let's see i've got a note here about the books that i want to read oh yeah let's do it okay i'm gonna open up my um, books app and i'm gonna read to you what's on my like wish list so i've got this um i've got this book called um Greedy Notes from a Bisexual Who Wants Ah here Greedy Notes from a Bisexual Who Wants Too Much read by the author Jen Winston I really want to listen to this book um I've been really into audiobooks lately um if you are like me and you're a big like um a big reader I would and and you don't really have the time to sit down and read anymore. I would really recommend like listening to audiobooks. And I don't have a um subscription at like Amazon uh like what's what's it called um like the audiobooks uh app that they have for from Amazon. What's it called? audible, right? I don't have an audible subscription or anything like that because (laughs) I have a pet peeve. I hate the app. I hate how it works and I hate the subscription model. It's really weird. You get like tokens and then you can buy books with the tokens and then like, oh, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Instead of just having unlimited access, like it's, it's weird. So I just decided to and if you don't have an Amazon account anymore, like I, I had the Audible app, and I I bought the subscription for a month, uh, just to try it out, and um. And, I don't order anything from Amazon at all because it's anyway like not not that accessible here in Switzerland, um to use Amazon, we we have like our own, um. Version of Amazon called Digitech, and Galaxys, and we we just use that. That's good enough for me. So, I ended up having a situation where I had like a Amazon, like the 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 video streaming service or like the yeah the Amazon Prime I think it's called. I had that, and I didn't realize that I had a subscription because I had a a trial period that I guess I signed up for, but I don't didn't remember doing that. So I ended up paying like twelve bucks per month for almost six months to this fucking Amazon Prime shit that I didn't even use, and I didn't realize because it did like it. I didn't get a notification for it, um, that it goes off on my on my um, account. So weird. And then I was just pissed, and I like, I just closed my Amazon account. Like you can delete your Amazon account. Um, unknowingly, I like really confused the Audible app in the meantime, because if you don't have an Amazon account connected to it, uh, you obviously can't use it. But for some reason, um, I. Deleted the Amazon account and it just like the subscriptions kept kept running off of it So yeah, whatever beware of Amazon. It's just They make it specifically complex for you to use so that you get confused and you just let you just like Don't try harder to to cancel the subscriptions and um let's see so i use the apple books app and i know it's more expensive but um it's worth it to be honest like you buy a book you have the book bob's your uncle you don't no subscription no bullshit. um so i just like to buy the app buy the books and have them on my on my Apple uh, Books app. So, let's check what's on my reading list. I would love to finish reading The Peripheral by William Gibson. I'm like 10% in, and I I enjoy it so so far. There is a Amazon Prime uh like uh like a show um but, um, I don't know. I I'd rather just finish the book and and see. I it's a little bit confusing in the beginning, but I think it's just like any other of Gibson's books, where you have to just you have to just let go and and just read, and at some point you'll start understanding uh, the world and you'll get a perspective of the world. Um, and then. What else I've got? I've got something from Franz Kafka. I'm reading it in German. So, pff, yeah. It's the... Metaf- metamorphosis. I read it in... Um, university. But um, I didn't finish it. So I'd like to actually finish that. Um, I it's It's a bit strange. It's about a guy who turns into a beetle and um, like overnight he, he wakes up the next day as a as a beetle and um, the story just follows him uh, with like being rejected by society for the way that he looks and at some point even his family start to like wonder whether it really is him or if it's a monster or, or if he's a monster and stuff like that so yeah that that's pretty heavy oh excuse me and the next one i'm listening at, actually at the moment um to it's a, a book about burnout um and it's by emily and amelia nagas nag-, 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 nag what nagoski nagoski it's the same lady who wrote uh, "Come as You Are," um, about the female like um, sexual health. I really enjoyed listening to "Come as You Are." It was really fun. It taught me so much about the female like um, pleasure system and like why so many women are unsatisfied in their sex lives and also why it's such an it's such a known sec- like it's such a known thing that women are like unsatisfied in their sex lives but it's because we don't even understand the way we work like also there's a lot of like a lot about psychology that she she talks about in her book um come as you are and like stuff that you didn't even know that- an example um that really opened my eyes was uh, where she where she mentioned context. If you are getting tickled by your partner when you're angry, it's not gonna be fun. You're not you're not going to enjoy that. If you're being tickled by a stranger you just met on the street. Um, who like looks a little bit weird or um, like you know just it's not going to be pleasurable but in the context of like your partner just like ran you a bath and you had a good good meal together or it's not the exact same uh, example that she uses but I'm just thinking Um, and, uh, and you're feeling good, you're feeling positive, uh, you're feeling, um, that feeling of connection with your partner, and if they tickle you then, it will be fun and, like, pleasurable and exciting, right? So, um, I don't know why I never thought about that before, but it, it's, it really is, it really it's something to think about <clears throat> and then another one that i have on my reading list is social chemistry by marissa king and i've i'm about 20% through now so i don't think i'll be finishing by the new year but um it's all about um human connection and how we connect with each other based on what personality type you have and what kind of what what sorts of social connections you tend to have so there are like a bunch of different kinds of just as many personality types there are there are like four different kind of um networks Ah, that's the word i'm looking for so you get people who have tighter networks with less people in it. Um, you get people who who have broader networks but they have less of a connection with each and everyone. That tends to be people like me who no- network a lot and are in the business world. And it's just really awesome to learn about um, strategies how you could speak to people um how you could make friends how you could uh make connections business wise um it's a really good book i haven't as i said i haven't made it through very far but <clears throat> i'm about 20 per- 20% through and um yeah the the one that's the highest on my wish list is this this one about um bisexuality um, I, I listened to the like um, excerpt that you can listen to before you um, buy the book and um, so far it's really cool she talks about like um, her experience as a bisexual woman on a dating app uh, she starts with that and she's like, ah, oh, uh, talking about her experience, like, defaulting to men because that's what she's comfortable with. And then, like, the, like, or that's the thing that she's comfortable and used to. um, Which is like, wow, really, I can, I can, I feel that. I can relate to this. And, um, like, that kind of feeling between like do I want to be her or do I want to be with her yeah shit that bisexual people always deal with um these questions so I I want to listen to that um I haven't had much exposure to other bisexual people so being able to um like listen to to somebody talk about their Trials and tribulations As a as a bisexual person Would be I think very insightful For me And um, Last but not least I actually started it already Like many of the others um, It's a I think Tamino told me That it's a famous book I didn't know But I bought it at the airport um, In Istanbul On my way back home And it's a book called Good Vibes, Good Life, How Self-Love is the Key to Unlocking Your Greatness by Vex King. And I'm actually already... I'm, I'm more than halfway through, damn. I have it in my hand right now. Um, I'm on the chapter where it's about imagine it to live it. And this book has taught me a lot about specifically about affirmations there's a chapter where he talks about um affirmations and how powerful they can be and i had no idea i never i always thought that this kind of stuff is like i don't believe in it i think that it's bullshit like affirmations don't actually get you what you want in life and stuff and like this whole vibration bullshit Some people really believe in that And now I'm starting to understand it I don't know if it's my Like that I'm growing up a little bit That might be the reason Why I Am like Feeling it now Like I I get it now somehow Like I'm still skeptical But he talks about Um everything has a vibration food has vibration objects have a vibration and most importantly you have a vibration and vibration can be either positive positive or negative or like it's on a scale right like it goes um like it's a spectrum i guess of positive and negative and if you are always always like vibrating negatively you're going to attract what is negative and if you're vibrating positively you're going to attract what's positive like if you think about um, the food that we eat if you eat more fruits and vegetables that have a positive vibration you end up feeling better you feel good you feel better and when you feel good you do good and when you do good good things happen to you right so I, I get it. It's like a domino effect. Um. So. I started doing morning affirmations. It's so cheesy. I know. But I think it might just. It might just be a savior for me. To be honest. Because when I look at. um. Every morning when I'm doing my. My hair and makeup, or whatever I'm doing, like brushing teeth and stuff. I have this little, like, p- torn out piece of my um, notebook, that uh, like a page torn out of my notebook. That's, um, I actually want to put, paste it on, like with with tape. I want to paste it on my, on my bathroom mirror, but right now it's just lying there, in the bathroom. And every morning I take it in my hand. And I like say it out loud to myself. It's like five or six little affirmations. And one of them is you can do difficult things. And it's been helping me a lot. It's like I say it five, six times to myself. And I look myself in the mirror and I'm like, you can do difficult things. And... It's weird. It in the beginning it was weird, but then now like after a couple of days I'm starting to feel the effects because I um I take to I tend to take on challenge small challenges throughout the day less seriously. And it's I didn't think that it would work. Um but but it works. I tend to do things that are a little bit more difficult and inconvenient. I tend to do it with a lighter heart. So um, if, that's, if, if you're struggling with something in, on your like in your life or on a daily basis, even more so, go and write down an affirmation. Tell yourself every morning, five, six times, in the mirror. It does work because the more you say something the more you will start to believe it and you can just heighten your vibration this way and I know it sounds all like like you know it's just mumbo jumbo but it it really isn't um some of it is but this isn't I feel like anyway yeah so um what else did I have on, on my list of stuff that I don't want? To... Oh yeah um, something that I've been doing that's been really good f- for myself was the other day like oftentimes I am walking around in my city and I there are like quite a few homeless people. And it just it just it really takes a toll on me to see people in this fucking cold weather like just being just not having a home, like not having somewhere to go to, not having like something to keep them warm. And I I've been on the lookout for like soup kitchens or whatever that I could go and volunteer at to to at least help, but we only have one, um, charity like that in Geneva, and the closest dates that they have is in January, so in the meantime, when I see somebody on the street, I'm just gonna, like, there's nothing that I can do, like, I'm, I'm if I could, I could just, if I could, I would like set up a homeless shelter where people can go go during the summer and winter, just or like set up like like living pods for these for for these people who need it, like, and help them to find opportunities. But I'm not, I don't have the capacity for it. Like, I don't have the the resources for something like that. So if you feel the same way, here's some advice. Um. I have a list of stuff. I can share it maybe in the show notes. I have a list of stuff that I order continuously off of Temu. It's like, like basically, it's AliExpress. And um, the reason why I chose it is because it's just... It's really much cheaper to buy stuff off of there. And I just thought that the more people I can help, the better. Um... So, the cheaper packets would be, the better. And, um, so I have these, I ordered these, like, um, water-resistant bags. And, like, like, I order, like, ten of them or six, six, ten of them at a time. And, um, then, like, some nail clippers, like a nail clipper, um like a little nail nail care set um and like something to to keep warm like um i have these like i buy these things that you can put over your head to be warm so it's like it's like a full face um hoodie type of thing that also covers the the nose and mouth it helps a lot to keep warm uh some warm socks dry warm socks and uh toothbrush um an emergency blanket those things that you also have in your probably in your like um first aid kit um just like just in case you know you never know um if somebody really really gets sick and they 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 can't keep warm just imagine Especially during the night, so I have these emergency heat blankets that they could use. Or at least just to sit on, because they're sitting on the fucking tarmac. I, I, I couldn't. I literally... I'm freezing in my apartment. I don't know how these people are dealing with the winter time. So, um... I'll put a... Maybe I can put a link to for you to re, be able to reorder those items, or... I can just put some, like, descriptions of the items in in the show notes or something. But um, yeah, uh, I highly encourage you to make these little little packets. Um, and I keep two, three of those packets in my of these homeless packets in my in my backpack. So whenever I leave the house, I have something to give to somebody in case they. In case they need it, so... Um, yeah. Something that would also be good is, like, like toothpaste... Um, deodorant... Alcohol pads to clean with... Cutlery... Oh, yeah, I also have cutlery in there. Um, and then, like, food that can't get expired. Um, th- but... The waterproof bag that I that I order for the homeless kids, they they're big enough to fit a lot of things. So you can really stuff it if you if you have the capacity to. So um, yeah, useful stuff. And um, anyway, I think that's a good note to uh, to stop this podcast at. Um. This episode was was fun. We talked about... About, like, Christmas, end-of-year manifestations, um, books, goals for the next year. Maybe not as much, but maybe that can be the next episode. Um, yeah, and um, make those homeless packa- packages if you want, if you can. Um... Spread the love this Christmas. And remember that you're not forced to do anything that anybody tells you to. You can make your own decisions as long as you stand by them. Um, it's the most important. Stand by yourself. And don't, don't make decisions to, to hurt anybody else. Just be there for yourself though as well. So, so yeah. Thank you for listening this far. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, recording the next episode. Um, It's been fun. So see you next time.